Welcome everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Rose Ross. I'm one of the co-conspirators at Tech Britannia and one of the founders. And I am delighted to be uh, interviewing Rich York, who is a managing director and one of the founding directors of Sinam for the We Are Tech Britannia podcast and videocast. So welcome, Rich. Thank you for joining us from Cheltenham. Hi, Rose. Uh, pleasure, pleasure to be here. Um, hi, everybody. Fantastic. So you had a very busy week last week. You had um, one of your spearhead events and probably your annual spearhead event, which is Sinam 21.2. Can you tell me a little bit about it? And also, I'm very intrigued to why is it 21.2? 21. 21. Sounds like a, a code. We're, at, we're just issuing 21.2. Yes, well, so we have three headline events across the, the, the year in March, um, June and, and October. Um, so the code is, is, is very simply, it's 2021 and this is our second headline event. So 21.1 was in March and we're looking ahead now to 21.3 in, uh, in October. Um, and, the, and the one we deliver in June, we deliver together with the um, Cheltenham Science Festival. Um, Pre-COVID, that was actually within one of the, the marquees on the Cheltenham Science Festival site, but obviously this time it was a, a, a virtual event for, for obvious reasons. Um, but we, we, we decided to base the theme around smart cities um, and securing smart cities and explored some of the, the challenges around, around that um, and um, how together as an industry we can help make sure smart cities are a successful part of, uh, of the UK going forwards. Fantastic. So obviously, it'd be good to understand a little bit about Sinam because it is a cluster focused on cybersecurity and being based in Cheltenham, the home of the National Cybersecurity Centre, uh, which is part of GCHQ. Um, obviously, that is very fortuitous. And if we look at the focus for securing national infrastructure, obviously, smart cities and the whole IoT security debate is a big part of that. So. What takeaways were there for from that perspective about securing, you know, our own, you know, the UK's national infrastructure? Would you say? And so, so I'll say one of the, the the key takeaways was was actually less around the the technology piece and more about making sure that if you're developing smart city technology or services that are going to be built on that technology, that there's an engagement with with the citizens and businesses that will be using. That technology, um, and, and, and that, I guess that's a key design principle of any any new system. But that that was an important um, takeaway. Um, from a from a security um, perspective, the the NCSC actually did a a, a piece um, on, on on their their own guidelines around um, securing the the IoT technology that underpins smart cities, and, and it's certainly worth checking that out on our on our YouTube channel for some really specific. Um, pointers that, uh, that that should be uh, noted when when developing that, um, and and that's um, also we had some um, academia there, so from the University of Bristol, University of Oxford, um, and Royal Holloway University as well. Um, as I say, focused again on building trust because ultimately security is around trust, and if you have the the, the right trust frameworks in place, then you can uh, yeah achieve the right things and do so in a secure and reliable uh, manner. Fantastic. Well, I know that Stephen Covey's son, Stephen M. Covey, I believe, um, he has um, some of the speed of trust about how much can be done if there's actually trust in, in a relationship. Um, mm. Both, obviously, from a business perspective, we won't look at personal relationships, whole different rule game. Um, 
So you talked about academia, obviously, you're talking about government with what the NCSC is doing. Um, Tell us a little bit about something, sort of the types of organisations, you know, who are part of the cluster at Sinam? Who who are Sinam? So, yeah, so Sinam or Cyber Cyber Cheltenham is our our full name, is is made up of a, we call them a community of of organisations. And and we've got about 175 active organisations engaging with us regularly about 3000 people um uh, you know individuals in, involved as well and and they're made up from the, the the kind of full spectrum of cyber tech and cybersecurity companies from your your big sort of prime so think IBM BAE and Raytheon Northrop Grumman your mid tier suppliers Roke and, and 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 various others through to a number of of, of exciting and, and small startups that are starting to uh, to to go places and um, you know we we've got Rip Jar who, who you'll you'll have heard of who secured um, you know um, double figure millions of, of funding um, last year to to grow their their technology. Um, the guys from Immersive Labs, so James was you know is part of our community has contributed to to Sinem events in the uh, in the past um, and and is really going places. And then we've got you know startups um, such as Aquili who are recently acquired and who have been through the NCSD accelerator. Program um, and, and a number of new new businesses who are you know, perhaps only eighteen months old that are really gaining uh, gaining traction as a result of the growth in the cyber sector. Often, you know, spinning out from uh, from that organisation that you've uh, you've already uh, already mentioned. Yes, I've name dropped them a number of times. Not doing that again. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and obviously, you've talked about academia, and that takes us on to the new initiative that was launched last well, just before last week on the fourth of June. Um, the UKC3, so which stands for yeah. UK Cybersecurity Collaboration. Is that correct? Yes, yeah, there's a UK Cyber Cluster Collaboration. And, 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 and essentially, this is an organisation that, that we've um, set up um, with, with cluster leaders from across the various cybersecurity clusters um, across the, the UK, including the, the devolved areas of Scotland and Wales and Northern Ireland. And, and, and we've we've set up as a as a national body to to represent the cluster community and to support and help fund the work of of clusters. And because the vast majority of clusters, and, and until probably two years ago, Sinem was like this, very much run on a, a voluntary basis mm-hmm. and with people organising events in their own time. And 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 what we're realising is the impact that clusters can have are already having and could be really sort of bootstrapped and accelerated and and and, and grown upon. With 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 funding so that they can bring on you know actual resource that work for clusters full full time. So so that's what the UKC three is there to uh, to do is to yeah actively support those clusters across the UK to really drive um, drive that economic growth within their regions from the cyber uh, cyber sector. And um, and there's there's three areas that the the UKC three are, are focusing on, um, which maps quite nicely to what clusters have been focusing on anyway. And the first is around ecosystem developments, really growing that community of, of, of organizations that are within um, within the sector, looking to engage with new sectors that are perhaps the, the organizations that rely on um, strong cybersecurity services and products. And the second is around innovation. Um, so we've got a, an innovative economy within the cybersecurity sector, but there's a lot more that we can do, particularly if you want to start to uh, you know compete on a national scale and you know bridge the gap with perhaps the, the US and Israel who are who are ahead of us in in, in investment um, and, and 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 so yeah looking at activities to really 
bring together academia and industry and drive drive that innovation. And then the third stream is is skills. Um, you know, it's 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 well documented that we've got a an issue with a you know the cyber skills gap in the in in the in the sector. And so we look at ways that how can we inspire the next generation to uh, to 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 take roles in the sector, but also looking at a, a people perhaps retraining from other industries and how can we you know um, develop those skills further. Fantastic. Well, obviously, the MCSE works very closely with the UK Cybersecurity Council as well, which has uh, launched earlier in the year, yes. and that's very much focused on skills. So I'm sure that you will all be uh, collaborating very closely. So um, one of the things I think is kind of interesting that you've talked about is you ta- you mentioned Israel, and obviously we talked very briefly. I've stolen my thunder. How can I do segues, Richard? Oh, I'm sorry. You're pinching all my ideas. Gosh. <laughs> Watch out for this one. He's sneaky. Um, so <laughs> I'll have to go and get one of mine in now. Um, so I think we're looking at the UK getting about 250 million um, last year in funding with Israel just topping over at 1 billion. And obviously the US has got a, you know, is, uh, they've got a scale that we will uh, we will have to uh, work very hard to uh, compete with. But they're at around 5 billion. But to nibble at the Israeli heels, so to speak, um, how how could, how do you feel that the clusters can make a difference to that sort of startup and innovation world? I mean, it, you know, where you're based, Israel benefits obviously from its, you know, almost the osmosis of people who, have, you know, do cybersecurity from a defence perspective, from a military perspective. So they're very very military grade approach to things and very rigorous. And academia there is very focused on cyber too. Um, you know, what what do you think you guys can do with that sort of opportunity that this collaboration affords to you and therefore benefits the UK? Yeah, I, th- I think there's a, a number of things we can do and, and clusters play a really important role in, in, in driving innovation. And, and one aspect of that is working with academia within the within the region to 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 pull through some of the research that's that's being developed and making that research. You know, more accessible to the the innovators within their within their regional ecosystem, and that's not to say, just to be clear to to any researchers who are out there, that's not in any way to dub down the, the the work that's being done, but to make it accessible such that innovators can look to develop that into capability, and and yeah, really sort of put on events and 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 join the dots between organisations so that that collaboration um, can can happen and and research work can be turned into mm. stuff that can re- really make an impact from a from a security perspective. And I think the other thing as well, I'm talking sort of about our region in, in Cheltenham specifically, um, is, is actually, you know, we're looking at NCSC now, very sort of public facing part of uh, part of GCHQ, which is, you know, a big culture shift from where they were 10, 10 years ago, say. And, and I think a lot more of that is, is going to, to, to help, you know, then the, there's, there's IP, there's interest there in, that, that can be brought out into the uh, into the commercial sector and, and capabilities developed off of the uh, the back of that, um, and we've mentioned you know companies like like Ripjar and, and and you know Immersive and and you know others where where they have had you know some of their founding members have had um, experiences working in uh, in government in that area, um, and I think bringing some of that that knowledge and expertise out into the private sector is uh, yeah it will will help bridge bridge that gap. Definitely, definitely. I mean, you t- you talked about um, immersive and you know the collaboration there, and 
And certainly from our perspective, from Tech Britannia, one of the the driving um, one of the driving sort of one of the motivators really is I know that Eric, my co-founder Eric Doyle, was really very passionate about trying to find a way to glue or kind of get that benefit of creating some really powerful links between what is happening with academia and what is happening in the commercial world and even what's happening in different pockets of academia where you know somebody's working on an IoT project and somebody's working on a cyber pro- cybersecurity project and they fit together so you know the two parts you know only 100 million each investment but put the two together we could be you know we might just give Israel a run for its money with that type of collaboration if you take those you know, potential spin outs. And obviously, the US has been really, really, really good at that knowledge transfer as well between academia and the links between that and the commercial commercial world and commercializing those ideas. So I think anything that we can do in the UK from a tech perspective, and obviously cybersecurity, which is one of our really strong offerings from a tech perspective, has to be a really good thing. So what kind of stuff are we going to see in the practical? sense from from ukc3 from from ukc3 so one of the first things we're going to see is actual practical funding coming from ukc3 into the into the clusters which enable clusters to bring um people on board to 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 actually run activities um you know on a on a on a full-time basis and those types of activities will be um um events such as um we've been running in in, in cheltenham where we we bring together the the startup community with perhaps some of the um, academic organisations that work in a particular area of, um, of research. So there's one, for example, where we're looking to bring in um, Lizzie Coles Kemp from Royal Holloway, um, who's looking at um, um, smart cities and, 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 and trust, and actually what security uh, products and services and, 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 and innovation do we do we need around that? And, and so we'd facilitate a roundtable discussion that would then explore those ideas. And, you know, the ideas then form parts of collaboration between um, those, those organisations, which can go on to be true, um, you know, true, true capability in the, in the real world. Oh, yeah. And, and another thing that we're, we're, we're doing as well within, within Cheltenham is, is working with our local enterprise partnerships, so GFIRST Let, to offer and enhance the services they offer through their, their growth hubs to make them really sort of s- tailored and specific to the uh, to the cyber cyber industry, um, so a lot of the, the cyber spin outs. If you think they're, they're technologists at heart, l- less less good. And I apologise if I'm offending any of them here. They're less good at the sort of you know the business growth piece and and you know financing and those kind of things. So it's bringing that knowledge and mentoring into those organisations so that they structure their businesses in the right way, structure them for growth, and know you know where to go to and when what times in their growth cycle to go for for funding for example well there certainly are some some great technologists who are very good at commercial but it's like anything isn't it really you can't be expected you know to be a mar- you know jack of all trades and master of none that's not going to get you groundbreaking cybersecurity code you know coming out of that kind of person you need people who understand the the challenges the problems have future looking and then obviously, you know, people in the team who have the ability to code and develop products and such like. And, you know, when you're a relatively small team, to then expect a commercial whiz as well to be in one of those brains, it's, it's a lot to ask of people. So, yeah, but, I mean, that's all really, really important. 
And, you know, we talked about um, immersive labs and obviously they've just picked up $75 million from the likes of Menlo um, VCs. So that's a real great success story. So, you know, hopefully we'll get somebody from immersive on to talk about their their journey. But you've had a, a, a journey where you've just taken up a full-time role now with Sinam, And obviously, you know, there are lots of initiatives that I'm sure you're getting very, very involved with, including the collaborative stuff that we've just talked about. So perhaps you could talk a little bit about Rich's journey to Sinam. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, very, very happy to talk about my myself. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I guess my my journey. I, I, I'll, I'll, I know we don't have all, all day, so I'll, 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 I won't go right back to the beginning of my. You can career. always edit it all out, Rich, at the end. Yeah. So, so I guess um, my, I suppose my journey in the cybersecurity and, and national security. Um, industry started back in in um, sort of 2002, wow. 2003 sort of time when I joined the, the cabinet office. And, and at the time, there was the, the e-delivery team, which was delivering sort of central um, services for government. So things like the government gateway, which is still used today for um, things like self-assessment and, you know, authentication and, and transaction routing um, within, you know, citizen to government, business to government. Um, mm-hmm. So that was my first sort of foray into, yeah, then... I guess um, yeah, cybersecurity and, and, and national security, and, and and we're there for a number of number of years before joining um, Atos, um, where I was a, a program and project delivery manager, and um, working in again the national security sector. Then did that for about four or five years, um, and then in twenty back end of twenty fourteen, um, with with my co founders, we we formed a company which went on to be called Deep Three Software, um, and and we grew that from a, a nucleus of Sort of four, four of uh, four of us founders, um, and 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 um, over the course of five five years, grew that to about seventy or so people, turnover in excess of, of sort of six million, and um, and 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 then yeah, sold that business to to CACI in, in November twenty nineteen, um, you know, so that we could continue our growth with the backing of a uh, of a of a corporate. Um, and, um, and and that's been you know a really exciting journey for me. It's been you know fantastic to grow the the business, the ups and downs of doing that. Learned a lot along the the way. Had a fantastic ride. Re- really really enjoyed it. Um, did some great things in terms of the capabilities we developed in in partnership with with other industry partners and um, you know other suppliers in in the cyber sector and also government as well. Um, you know, felt like really made a difference. But it was um, sort of time for me to. Sort of um, yeah, move into yeah, focusing on on Sinam uh, um, from a de- in a dedicated way from from April this year because we could we could see the growth opportunity within within Cheltenham and the region and and I really wanted to put my my weight behind that um, and and you know help the other businesses in 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 the region who are going on a you know hopefully a similar journey to me a you know successful um, journey and um, yeah see what what I can do to help help support them and share that uh, share that growth. Fantastic. Well, it's great to um, have someone who's actually done it. Yeah. It's a bit like sort of climb that mountain. Well, I know roughly what to do, right? (laughs) But I've never actually climbed a mountain. So I'm going to tell you how to do it because I've watched lots of YouTube videos. And, you know, I went to the shop and I got all the right equipment. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's great that we've got a real, you know, pioneer there coming um, to support what's going on there at Sinam. So, um, you know, we talked about a couple of other things. And obviously, Linda Cameron heads up NCSC. 
Dr. Claudia Aitken, the heads up the UK Cybersecurity Council, and Poppy Gustafson is the CEO of Dark Trace, which is another great success story for the UK uh, cyber world. So, um, so we are starting to see, you know, powerful, um, influential women, and, and there are lots of others. Let's, you know, that's just three examples. Um, but um, Obviously, you mentioned Lizzie Coles Kemp as being an academic who's really shining with that sort of IoT and trust. So diversity, and we've talked about skills gaps and all of these things, but obviously also people to do the various roles. And there are a whole spectrum of roles within cybersecurity, as in most tech sectors. Um, Are we... What can we do or what can clusters do to, to nurture that, you know, bringing more people on and therefore encouraging as many people who have something to bring to cybersecurity um, to consider that as a role, whether that be somebody who's maybe leaving the military, returning to work after starting a family or doing a different type of role. Um, what, what can we do? As, as an industry to to support those types of people. Exactly, and, and do, do you know, I think I think one of the key things that that that, that can be done is is I guess first of all is is raising the the awareness and visibility of of the various roles within within the sector. Is, is exactly as you said, they're not just sort of um, hardcore technical roles. Obviously, there are a lot of those in cybersecurity, but there's lots of others too. So I think that's one thing is making the Industry and changing the perception of it that it you know so it is more, more accessible to to people coming potentially from other from other industries and um, I think as well also showcasing particularly um, where we um, areas where where women are, are doing a great job you know making sure that that's really visible so you've mentioned those those leaders um, absolutely those are role models for for people to to aspire to and learn from but then there's there's also those um, women already in the sector doing fantastic work at the you know the, the the working level, and and you know highlighting those roles as well, so that people can see actually that that is a role that I can mm. can do, and um, and that's something that you know through the work of my colleague Madeline at, at Sinan, we've been mm. been doing at the last Sinan event um, before this one, so the twenty one dot one event, we had a, a video. It's around International Women's Day, and we had a video of um, must have been about forty or so women who are working in the sector within the region, just saying what their name was, what their job was. And, and, you know, it's such a diverse range of, of, of backgrounds, a diverse range of roles. And, and, you know, we've had lots of engagement with that. And, and, you know, this is helping inspire not just the next generation who are coming through the education system, but as I say, women from, from other industries to say, actually, this is a, a sector that I'd like to get involved in. Mm, definitely. And obviously, you know, gender is just one area where we can, we can look at diversity and neurodiversity or being neurodivergent. Um, is is important as well that we need people who look at the world in lots of different ways to look at cybersecurity because you know we don't know who the actors are we don't know where the threats lie we don't you know whether it's from an ethnicity perspective and other aspects is that we we all have our own personal view of the world and we can't have people defending and putting solutions or or products in place or processes for that matter um looking at it purely from one angle one view that strengthens us as well doesn't it 
diversity of thoughts comes yeah the most diverse way um, um, way to to get, gather thinking and diverse thinking is to engage and bring in a diverse range of people from 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 there's all the backgrounds and cybersecurity touches every aspect of of society of course mm-hmm. i mean you know the the um so we need to absolutely um yeah address that 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 diversity challenge um, and 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 a lot of the work being done through the the cyber skills work stream and with cyber first and ncsc and dcms initiatives as well in that area is focused on you know inspiring that next generation from all backgrounds and you know we we absolutely want to engage with the um, you know disadvantaged communities and and as I say make it aware that this is a sector that they they can play a key role on and it's a sector that impacts impacts them as well fantastic so obviously you've now got an opportunity um, in our closing um, moments to maybe shine a little light on some of the people we should be. Um, oh, this is a difficult one. It's not like who's your favourite child? Because um, <laughs> of course there are no favourites. But let's say which ones might come to mind. Perhaps some. Let's let's make this a bit fairer. Maybe some that are very involved in either twenty one dot. Two or twenty-one dot three. Oh, actually, twenty-one dot three. Let's do a quick um, shout out for what's the plans there? Because that's September, not long to go. I'm sure you've got lots of uh, ideas floating about. Are there any that you can tell us about, and perhaps highlight some of the startups that may be getting involved with that? Um, yeah. Well, yes and no. So we, we are developing the theme for twenty-one dot three. So it's in, it's going to be in October. Um, with, oh, October. Yeah. No date to be confirmed. I think if I spoke to to Claire and Eleanor here, who are the driving force behind events, so we're bringing it forward to September. They'd, uh, <laughs> they'd yeah, that was my fault, ladies. I I said that it wasn't Rich. He's he put me straight immediately. So no harm, no foul there. Cool. Um, yeah. So, so October event. Um, so we, we haven't decided the theme yet. In fact, I just before this call was in a, a workshop with with colleagues looking at the the various um, options that we we have around around themes. Um, so so I think in the next two weeks we'll 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 have something for you then, and we'll be sure to uh, to, to share that. Um, but in terms of um, kind of what we're looking at here is we're going to be looking at either. You know, techno, technology themes so potentially quantum is something that we're considering. AI, obviously, being a, a, a key um, subject that impacts cybersecurity as it does with other tech tech industries. And then looking at what sectors does that impact, and, and so that we can weave that together. But it will be very much a, a similar vein to to twenty one point two in that we'll look to bring technology businesses, academia, um, governments, and 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 the startup community, and bring them all together so that we really. You know, have that um, interesting debate and and make those those connections. And and the other exciting thing about October, and I don't want to jinx this by saying it out loud, is it should also be a physical event. And we'll be looking to to get a venue of maybe three to four, five hundred people if we can get enough enough interest of people who can and are happy to, mm. to travel. Um, because you know, we, since we've gone virtual, it's been great. We've engaged with a wider audience, yeah. and we've been able to get speakers from a more diverse background which is what it's all about however we've missed that that real vital element of uh, a thriving ecosystem which is you know collaboration and networking so we're so yeah we're, we're very much looking forward to uh, to that um now you did you did ask me to to name drop didn't you um a few um, so i was going to push you on that again so i'm afraid that question has not gone away yes i know and i'm not <laughs> it, i promise you um so so i guess so in terms of the businesses that i mentioned i mean there's there's a number, you know, 175, I think, as I 
I mentioned within the ecosystem um, that, that engage to a greater or lesser extent. Um, but one of the things we, we do in, in, in Sinem is, is engage with all shapes and sizes of businesses because an ecosystem is made up of the big ones as well as the, the, the small ones. Um, and we've had lots of, of support from, from some of those big players. So we have CGI, which I, I must mention because they're our annual um, sponsor. So full declaration, they do sponsor the work that we do enable us to, to put on the, the events. Um, and so, so CGI, you know, been very, very active this year. Capita as well um, have been. Um, we're working with Plexel and, and, and uh, Deloitte as two organisations that we work closely with, particularly around the NCSC's Innovation Partnership. So well, they just, were Plexel a part of this um, NCSC startup initiative, aren't they? That was announced at um, the event last week. That, that, that's exactly right. Yes. Yeah, so, so Plexel are leading that, and then we're part of that team. So we're going to be we're, we as Sinam are going to be putting on a number of events, particularly around you know that ecosystem development piece and bringing together those um, um, different organisations and, and, and academia into the into the discussion to help shape future challenges that go through that innovation partnership. Um, but I must mention, yeah, some of the, the small businesses. So, so Wembley Partners is a, a locally based firm, the, the cybersecurity firm that have been working with us um, as well. They've done our cyber essential certification for us and, and helped us, you know, with our own cybersecurity because obviously we're a, a public facing body, we're a community interest company, and they've 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 done that for us and, and they've done a fantastic job. Not just at the point in time of getting us secure and accredited, but actually the ongoing monitoring that, that's that's around that. Um, yeah, there's. I mean, I could I could list off a, a, a lot of uh, companies. Um, you know, I'll be here all day because we've got so we're fortunate to have such a big ecosystem here. But, yeah. uh, but those are, are just there some... players in. You mentioned quantum and AI. Are there any players mm-hmm. in that space that are worth just yeah shout out to? So some in the quantum space. It's a big household name. Um, but I, IBM obviously um, investing heavily in quantum research and. Um, you know, it'd be great if we can um, get them to invest in quantum research within the UK, and that's that's something that we're we're, we're discussing with them and, and and encouraging that. So that's that's one area. Um, the the other is um, uh, a company I must mention, Rebellion Defence. Um, so a US firm, um, growing very fast, doing some really interesting work in in terms of AI, um, and uh, you know, based with a base here in uh, in Cheltenham. And are going to be working with us closely over the, the next twelve months as well. Cool. Well, I'm sure lots of uh, names to watch. Although obviously some of them are very familiar with. So it's, some are very familiar, yes. But there's some to watch. I, I, I don't know if I've mentioned Aquili. Yeah, again, a business that have been acquired recently by another UK-based firm. And um, you know, so they've been through the previous version of the NCSC accelerator program. So it's great to see a British company there. You know, grow and and and. You know, exit, but then also you know work for a, another British company to accelerate and, and you know further further grow their their offering, all contributing back to the UK economy. So that's that's uh, yeah, really great to see those those journeys happen. Fantastic. Well, it sounds like you've certainly got uh, a busy schedule for yourself there, Rich, um, with the the initiative that you're involved with, and I'm sure you're getting involved with a lot of the stuff that's happening in Cheltenham from NCSC and. The, the Plexal staff, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I'm going to let you sign off now so you can get on with the rest of your to-do list for today. But thank you so much for joining. It's been an absolute pleasure. That is Rich York, who is the Managing Director and one of the founding partners of Sinam, who are the cyber cluster in Cheltenham. Thank you very much, Rich.
And I'm Rose Ross. I'm co-conspirator and co-founder of Tech Britannia. And I'm also delighted to be presenter and interviewer for the We Are Tech Britannia podcast. And you can find out more about Tech Britannia at techbritannia.co.uk or follow us at Tech Britannia on Twitter. You can also find us on LinkedIn. Thank you very much, everyone. Bye.